the fem fem feed the fem feed the fem feed the fem fem feed the fem feed oh hi i get your life been a long time we should have left hey. you without no beat to step two step two step two step two what step two step two step two hey it's been a long time uh we are back on the fem feed podcast it is now 2020 we are in a whole new decade a whole new situation and of course we have to start back with um my girl my compadre Maisha how are you Maisha Tillery can you say hello to the peeps hello to the peeps hey Mm -hmm. so I've had these um I've had like about three um archived podcasts in the vault that I was supposed to release I want to say two years ago okay um so my girl Shirley um, oh, yeah. Yes, my girl Nichelle um, and my girl Ariana. Mm-hmm. Um, Grande? Uh, no, shade. Okay. Uh, Grande. No, no, shade. no uh, Ariana Crowder. Okay. Um, she's she's a dan- she's a dancer. She's from Jersey. Oh, nice. But she moved to L.A. Okay. And um, she's living her best life. She's been booking. She's nice. been fabulous. She's been everything. So I'm really excited about that, that particular episode that's going to be coming up. Um, I just just a little um, heads up on me. I um, was diagnosed with endometriosis, so I'm gonna be having a surgery on my womb. So I am gonna be home for about six weeks, and I figured it's the best time to start the podcast, re you know launch the podcast and. Since I'll be home, I'll be able to edit and post things up. And in doing so, um, get the people that need the feed basically out there. So I called my girl um, Maisha because we always get the crowd jumping, jumping. (laughs) Ladies, leave your man at home. That was a bop. It was. I was like, Destiny better be the little ladies, ladies. Ballers, ballers. Ballers, ballers. Yes, I remember. I can't. Oh, girl. I ain't leaving with my man. I no, oh, I can't. <laughs> they thought they was everything. So did we. Um, right, we did. We did. We did. We did. We did. We did. Right. Um, but today's topic, I think we're gonna just mash it up them Yay. and do like a mash up because we have two major topics that we've been um, just conversing 
amongst ourselves about that we always said like we need to do this for the podcast because the people need to hear this and this season um our third season I really want to interact with our audience a little bit more so I want to hear what they have to say um so I'm going to be advertising a little bit more and opening up my page my page is private right now because the femme feed was initially kind of just something sacred for me to release and talk to women and release with them and have them release but I see the importance of telling your story you know obviously um but for the world to hear so people can learn from it um so yeah topic one being a black business owner and what that struggle and what that lifestyle is like and how the community is receiving it um topic two toxic friendships and individuals that are in the ether amongst you you know in your living space outside your living space in your workspace um in your relationships and sometimes at sometimes you know um so yeah those are pretty juicy stuff that i feel like everyone can relate to so let's jump right on in okay to um our topic on being black and owning a business. Um, myself and Maisha both are black and own businesses. Um, and can you you've told us about your your business mm-hmm. um, in previous podcasts? If you don't know about that, you need to check up and catch up on all the other episodes so you know who we is, who we bees, and what we talking about. Um, and, you know, I deal with the creative arts aspect of business, and Maisha also deals with the culinary um, dog food business. Um, first and foremost, let's talk about, like, why we wanted to do a black owned business anyway in the first place i know it birthed kind of just out of chance for both of us so not so much that but when we realized okay this is a business i want to try to make some type of revenue from this and some type of living i want to make a difference obviously through this craft but i want it to be a financial um backing of sorts for my life Mm-hmm. Um, why did that come about for you? That's a great question. I would have to say my inspiration came from the idea of like a a Black Wall Street, mm. like um, someone Tulsa, the brown woman, the brown man, the brown child, having our own doctors, having our own mm. dance instructors, mm. our own lawyers. Mm. Um, our own dog food, our own grocery store. So I was like, you know, this seems like uh, someone of color owning uh, an organic dog food company just seemed was like something a lot for of people us. didn't heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for us, for that us, a lot of people, that was Google. kind of unheard of because it was always the others. Mm-hmm. So I just gave it a try, and I targeted, you know, our people, thinking that it would be exciting, and mm-hmm. it was exciting at first. Shade double palm. Um, <laughs> and a lot of people showed verbal interest, and there was a lot of eyes watching my Instagram stories, but just a lot of people didn't show up. Mm. So then I had to change the demographic, mm. sadly. Mm. 
and we're going to talk about this social media thing in a minute. For me, I mean, it's always been a labor of love for me. Only recently, um, I thought of it of being more of a, lu- a lucrative thing. And shout out to my girl and really good friend of mine, Elena Williams. I plan on having her on this episode because that is a woman full of knowledge. I mean, not episode, but on this series of this season. Um, but she has a lot of knowledge on just life and being a black woman and just being a woman period and finances she's a wealth of information and I'm so blessed to have her in my life um but she would come to me like you know Allie you've got to stop doing so much and you need to try to see if you can make money from this you know Mm -hmm. you shouldn't just be keep giving and giving like watch watch your paper watch your coin type of thing um, and, you know, just com- little comments like that here and there over the years, like from her, I was thinking like, Yo, you know, maybe I should try that, you know, then I can pour more into something I'm passionate about rather than just working for other people and being stuck in their philosophies and what they, um, you know, what their confounds of um, what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. is, you know. Um, So that's how it came about for me. And, um, you know, I've been blessed to work with just amazing, creative, um, beautiful young girls and, you know, some boys here and there. Um, But now I am dealing with the, the issue of what is the demographic? Mm-hmm. Who is my target? Who right. is the target? And how am I going to receive revenue um, or receive some some type of financial, um, yeah, receive some, some type of consistent revenue, excuse mm-hmm. me, where I can rely on um, if I don't have like a niche audience or something like that. Initially, I, I felt like I was servicing the community. So... Just like if you know, Juice Bar opens up locally or when Shake Shack had opened up recently a few years ago, everybody and their mama was there because it was new. It was new to our area in Jersey, and we wanted to support something like this coming into our neighborhood. So everybody, their mother, their father, their sister, their brother, their auntie, um, their toenail, their hair follicle was wow. there mm-hmm. Okay, for at least a good month. And usually that's what happens. A new business opens up in the community. People want to support it, either out of curiosity or being thankful that something like this is here, that's either um, servicing the community in some type of way or whatever. But what I was finding, like, when I was opening my own business, um, and I've seen this similarly with you as well, like, you know, where they at, though? Right. They're in line getting Popeye's chicken sandwiches. You're right. <laughs> Eating seasoned formaldehyde. <laughs> Frankenfood. Come <laughs> maybe, through. Maybe that's what we should do. We should absolutely let's Popeye's just order death sandwiches. Let's yeah. order death in a white paper bag. <laughs> absolutely. On a brioche bun. Yes. Let's come. order yeah. death um, in a white paper bag that will um, be a generational um, curse. And a residual epidemic of your demise. Right. Yes, Maybe let's do that's that. That's what it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. But even that, like, I'm not even sure people would support. Because going back to the social media thing, the Facebook thing, how has your experience been, like, when you present your business work on these platforms where we have thousands of people following us from middle school, high school, college. We have such a community of people where as they can somehow benefit from our product, if not them personally, someone they know through the the five degrees of separation. You know, somebody you know that knows, that knows somebody that has a little daughter or a son that's talented or that has the heart for it and wants to learn or you have um, a dog family or you have people that, um, you know, a person that works in a veterinarian spot or whatever or frequents a dog park. You know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. You know, like... <laughs> right. Where they at, though? Where they at, though? Peeking in the window. Who's that peeking in my window? Wow. Nobody, nobody now. Come through! Right. Like... <laughs> well, let's see. My experience with social media has been very um, dry. Um mm-hmm. One variable is I'm not consistent Mm. because I live in the moment. And when if I'm preparing a product or the top of the dome, yeah, I'm not like I don't want to break the flow Mm. to take out my phone to take a camera to to take a camera to take a photo. Or maybe it's the generation we grew up in that the Mm -hmm. first thing in my mind is not to like take a a photo or a video of something. So that could be partial. Uh, part of the reason why but it just seems like like I'll post products and there'll be like all those little eye the, you know the eye on the Instagram story oh yeah crickets mm-hmm. but like hundreds of people watching yeah. with dogs yeah. um, with family members that have dogs with dog businesses but nothing right I'll post on Facebook crickets but I even told you about this uh, the time that Kevin and I were having a debate over soup, whether or not soup needs a, a dipping agent. Because mm. aside where my husband likes sides with this, we eat a lot of soup. We love soup. Ah. <laughs> so whenever I make soup, I have to make sure that there's something for him to dip in mm-hmm. to have some sort of a to texture. To sop it up. To right, sop he it. likes to sop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got into like a friendly debate about my opinion was I don't think you need to dip all the time mm-hmm. especially if it's a hearty if it's soup a hearty. but he mm-hmm. needs a dip like he just needs he loves a dip <laughs> so let's just say maybe the week prior or the day prior I posted oh you know new packaging um, more in the bags I'm here hello here's my link crickets the sure. day that I posted the debate that we're having what do you need with your soup it wasn't that question verbatim, but it was basically like, do you need to dip bread in your soup? Do you need something to dip in your to soup? Dip or to not or dip, do you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was an outpour of responses. Girl. So people are there and people are watching. Absolutely. But I guess it's just it just comes down to a matter of, mm-hmm. you know, them choosing what they want to respond to. But that was very interesting to me. Yeah. 
And it's and you one could sit and think about maybe like I remember what you told me earlier. Your husband was talking about like the earnings ratio or mm-hmm. something like that. If you're eighty percent of what you're earning is going to bills and you mm-hmm. only have the twenty, you don't really have the rest. But you have a dog. You're not feeding them your toenails. Exactly. So they're eating something. Mm-hmm. So someone is profiting off of the fact that you have a dog. Right. Someone. Okay? Most likely that person on that label that you do not see does not look like you. No. You know what I'm saying? So someone is profiting, um, but the person that you've maybe gone to school with, communed with, um, think you support mentally but physically not really, um, you're not pouring into them in their business. Exactly. So there is definitely a need. And, you know, in my situation, like, in our community, we have very talented kids. You know, it's not just dance. Sometimes it's musical. You know, sometimes even just academic, cerebral things like, you know, chess games or stuff like that. National uh, championships of that of that nature and sports and stuff. Um, all these things are enrichments that help with the the um, the gross motor skills and development of children and how they become adults and how they think. Part of you know, bringing them the curricular activities, um, especially something um, physical that's kinetic, mm-hmm. that helps with the body, helps with the mind as well. So you're getting, there's people out there. I guarantee you my Facebook um, demographic of the people that follow me and I follow them, I guarantee you there is a great percent of them that have their daughters and some of them, their sons, enrolled in some type of dance program, okay? Um, most likely, the dance program that they have, enrolled, have them enrolled in is not someone that looks like me mm-hmm. or looks like them. I'm talking to you about my, um, my black and brown people, okay? They're giving their green dollar back to the people that signed off their checks, Okay, so there's no there's no um, circulation within the community. Right. Okay, so it's going right back. So let's let's say Tom Ford. Okay, or um, um, Roosevelt or something. Let's Mm -hmm. say that's who signed your checks. Right. And then Roosevelt has some shares in the restaurant you choose to to eat at that week as well has some shares in the dance studio that you choose to take your child to as well has some shares in um the dog food that you choose to order your your dog's food at so roosevelt is getting his money back tenfold okay and people like us are not benefiting from us earning money from them and circulating it around ourselves at least three, four, five, six times, just like Jewish people, that money circulates, I think, 12 times in the Jewish community. Um, 
it's, it's yeah, a very it's high, high number. It's, it's a high very high number. number because they're all about for us by us. Yeah. Okay. That that's one thing I love about the Jewish community. They will put each other on. They will support each other um, left and right. Um, that money stays within the community. It okay. Does. Absolutely, and they have their hands in every aspect of living. The, the music industry, okay? Real estate. Jewish. Real estate. Jewish. Um, Hollywood. Jewish. Okay? Um, they have their own Shop homegrown right. stores. ShopRite. Jewish. And there are their um, kosher stores in the neighborhood. Everything. The JCCs. Jewish. It's, it's all circulating 12 times before it leaves their community. So what's happening... In that community is that they're building an empire. Yeah. They're building a legacy. They're building generational wealth. We are not. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I mean, there, there's a lot of things. You know, you can say slavery. I mean, Malcolm X said it the best. Who taught you to hate your skin? You know what right. I mean? Like... So much so that you bleach. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's it's all programming. It is. And it's interesting that you say that. I remember years ago, um, uh, I had done an event in McKay Park. I don't remember what it was. Was it like the family reunion or class reunion or something? But there was... Kevin was there with me. It was oh, so Kevin hot. It. it was... I was eating ice. I think we were fasting, too. I was just oh. so hot and hungry. It was a lot. Girl, I love so, ice. So, listen... Mm-hmm. So I'm set up. They allowed me to vend, I guess, for free. And I was nice. like, okay, great. One person bought something. Girl. And there were hundreds of people there. One man. I'll never forget him. One man. People wow. passed by my booth. No one even stopped by to inquire mm. about what it was. It was just like a blind eye was turned to me. And we were so floored because I was excited because I'm like, okay, this is all an all brown event. You know what I mean? Support the community, family day, but zero interest. Zero. People passed me by with their dogs. No, you know what didn't. I mean? Like it was very interesting. Wow. It was very interesting to me. How did that make you feel um, in those moments? It was kind of just like, hmm. You know, like I wasn't upset or resentful, but it was just really interesting. That's mm-hmm. the only way I can describe it. Right. I mean, you would go buy a hot dog. <laughs> but you won't stop by. You didn't even have to well, buy anything. Like they could have just, yeah, they could have just come by, taken a card yeah. because they knew or someone. Like you said, that knew. But brown. it was just like mm-hmm. it was crickets. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. And so at that point, that's when I kind of realized that I had to change the demographic mm. for the events that I was doing for the, for the clientele that I had because we just our people just in the area at least don't seem interested in that type of thing yeah you know I'm at a crossroads right now because I don't know what to do I have I have like some amazing um Jewish kids and 
they support me. They even followed me from um, another place. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I really resonated with their kids and I love them. And I've been teaching um, in uh, this Jewish camp in Tenafly for eight years. is going on nine years every mm-hmm. summer. So I'm like, I feel like I'm ingrained in the community. Like I'm love Laura it. Allison, like I'm I'm there. And, I, you know, I understand the culture and I respect it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you don't have to agree with everybody or whatever people are doing. But for me, I think it's important that you respect people's um, religions and creeds. You know, it's very important to me because that helps f- fuel people and gives them a borderline of morals and stuff. And anything like that, I'm going to support. You know, I'm not going to shun them for that so and and I like the teachings in the Jewish community mm-hmm. and how family oriented and community very unified commu- yes community oriented that they are I ver- very much admire that so you know I love commingling with that community so I have that base it's a small base but you know I'm very um grateful to have them and then I have my group that kind of um now I'm teaching primarily hip hop, and um, the demographic is um, pretty much primarily black. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had one Latin girl in for briefly, and you know I have like um, one Asian girl. She's half Chinese and something else. Love her to death. She's really black. I call her black, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you know that's that's the demographic that I have and um in terms of like dealing with just receiving I one I would say receiving payment for services rendered mm-hmm. is one thing two the other thing is respect because if, if I'm rendering services, you have to know that I'm also a person and I need to not only take care of overhead to facilitate these type of things, I also need to take care of myself. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in this weird place where, you know, I don't want to abuse my community and raise my prices because when I finally do get it, then I know I can hold off longer because the payment times are inconsistent, you know, they're not as they should be. Um, It's not taken seriously in terms of, you know, when payday is because nobody goes to work and doesn't expect their check to come in every two weeks that they would um, have a fit. But with me, um, for some reason, my community thinks it's okay. I th- for me, if I was having services like that, I, that would be the first thing I pay for, only because I physically know you. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. I can't sleep at night knowing that I didn't pay you first and I know you completed a service for my child. So I'm going to pay you first because I know this is like a mom and pop shop and you clearly need your money because you've done the work. Like, if you're a nurse and you're going into work and you're you're doing this service which is also like um somewhat a labor of love as well and you're servicing people and you're dealing with physical people one by one hands-on 
I'm pretty sure if that check does not go in your bank account the day it's supposed to go in the bank account, you'd have problems with that. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm dealing with a weird place because I don't feel like the demographic of my clientele understand that concept. But if it were them, they would understand. Oh, absolutely. It's it's definitely, I think, more of a, a selfish thing because it seems like, uh, oh, this this can wait. Just like, you know, we divvy up bills. I'm like, all right, you know, mortgage, rent, obviously that can't wait or I'm going to be out on my butt. You know what I mean? Um, stuff like that. But maybe, you know, I'll just be late on the property tax. I know it's mm-hmm. an extra $50. I'll do that. They can wait because right. I don't have that right now. Yeah. Um, that's something that's not imperative. So I think they think of me that way and they don't think of me as an individual doing work, doing a service and needing to get paid, you know, monthly, not even like bi-weekly. It's monthly. Yeah. Like all this money is allocated for. I'm not getting rich off of this by no means. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm at in this weird place. So on top of that, um, just not having the support of people that I know when I'm on the Facebooks and on the Instagrams mm-hmm. and Twitters and stuff. And I know you have a talented daughter. I've heard in the streets, the streets told me. So why isn't she with me? And my um, my work and my caliber, it speaks for itself. And also the parents that work for me, you know, I go in, they become one of mine, you right. know, one of my children. And, and I bust my butt to give them the best you know if that means like getting them where they need to be no questions asked make sure they're fed no questions asked make sure they understand the the cerebrally um and narratively wise what i'm talking about when i'm trying to explain technique and and decorum and and certain physicalities and things of that nature um and aesthetics I'm going in. So I know that I do a good job at what I'm doing. Do I do too much? Yes, I do too much. So sometimes it's not as streamlined and as professional as it could be. And um, that's just me being completely transparent. Um, But the quality is there, obviously. Um, But yeah, uh, same thing. You know, at one point I was recruiting and I, you know, was posting aggressively when I'm really never on social media like that. I try to be on there because I do have a business and I get it but you know I very much like you live in the moment so Mm -hmm. I'm not a person that's like on their phone while I'm in the midst of people like I want to be engaged right you know I'm here I could be on my phone at home at night all alone that's what the phone's there for because there's no entertainment but a real life person I want to soak you all up yeah for real yeah so um yeah outpour like anybody interested or whatever it was funny one one girl was interested she was a previous student of mine when I just got out of high school um she has a daughter she's um she has a profession I believe she's a chef or something I don't know if this is telling but um and her she was interested and I tried to correspond with her back and forth I'm really not on Facebook like that neither was she um I was like, hey, we'll try this week. And for some reason, we got our wires crossed in terms of communication. And the following week, I was like, yeah, we'll bring her. And she was like, nah, we good. 
Oh, wow. Someone yeah. said that to me about when I offered them a product. Really? Yeah. That, that's very hurtful. Nah, she don't eat that. We good. Or something like that. Yeah. Excuse me? Right. Like, yeah. who are you talking to? Like, and do you even know what now you good? Right. You're, you're talking. It's an ailing animal, too. Oh, wow. An ailing animal. But that that's person terrible. has some issues, too. So. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's just interesting, like you like you were saying, like, you know, I do a Leroy event, minimal sales. But <laughs> That's I go, basically a Kim Keisha and Pam. Right. And I um, go I, I go do an event with the others and I sell out. Girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And They're people will ask me, it. like, oh, you, you know, deliver? this person, ha- yeah, yep. do you deliver? Do you know, you should try this person. They have a, a pet mm-hmm. shop or a pet boutique. Yeah, t- They're putting giving, you on. Yes. Putting you yes. on. But when I, when mm-hmm. I, when I do a, um, a, a beans and cornbread, <laughs> we have a fight. Okay? Because there's, Lord there's no, there's, there's just, n- I don't know what it is. Now, let me ask you, let's flip it. How do you feel about businesses of color that offer services and we have very very um interesting i love that word experience with that with Mm -hmm. the wedding i'll go into that but businesses of color our wedding that you pay in advance to provide a service for you Mm. and they never render the service has that ever happened to you Almost. I um, I got these amazing yoga mats. They mm-hmm. were um, eco-friendly, vegan, um, non-toxic, good for the environment. Plus, plus, plus. Um, beautiful artwork on them too. Yeah, those are um, beautiful. Yes, and I heard about it from Hey Friend Hey, mm-hmm. and looked it up. Found out, you know, it's a black-owned business um, right here in Brooklyn or um, close in the area. Ordered the mats, one mat. Mind you, it was $100 for one mat. That money is not peanuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's hard-earned money. All money is, but, you know, that that takes me out. That was a, a luxury type of item that I got for myself and I wanted to start a journey of self-care at that point I was healing um I remember that's when you know I decided to separate from my husband at the time Mm -hmm. and um I had moved to a new apartment and it was a healing space yes and I had created this corner of yoga stretch meditation yes I had my yoga frogs there and I had my birds my ceramic birds flying on the wall aesthetically ready and pleasing I had my Himalayan salt lamp come on um and I had my blue stool that that's right back there my ceramic blue stool mm-hmm. um it was ready and all I needed was my mat because prior to that I had gotten a mat from Amazon that I believe was about thirty dollars as soon as I opened a beautiful artwork the toxicity yeah that reached my nose come on um it it was file. It was probably the same formaldehyde mm-hmm. that's in the Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Same glue, gum, all of that. Same glue. Um, the toxicity that came to my nose, it 
it def- it made the place foul. Yeah, it, it, it I know this rhymed what you're it up. About. Yes, I was like, this is not healthy. I can't do this, and I'm having this on my skin. Yeah. So I had reservations about it. Then I found that place, the black owned. Um, I won't say any names because I'm not about defamation of character um, or anything like that. And that's another issue. Like just because you have a bad experience, especially if someone has rectified it. Um, you do not want to continue to slander. Yeah, you know because you know it's things happen in business. Exactly, but it's just all how it's how it's handled, exactly. how it's cleaned up, and mm-hmm. how it's governed. Okay. Um. So with the mat, long story short, mm-hmm. long story longer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I ordered it. Supposed to come in a week or so. It was now two weeks. At some point, I even forgot about it. It became a month. I reached out to her via Instagram. I said, Hey. I haven't gotten my match. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I think she got back to me later. You know, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm on a pilgrimage um, to um, Ethiopia right now. But I'm going to tell my sister to send it to you, blah, 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 all this stuff. I was like, okay. Um, never came. She finally came back from her pilgrimage. Um, we're still corresponding at this point. It's like two months. Um, I'm like, yeah, when am I getting my match? She's like, I'm sorry, I apologize for sending it out to you. She sends it to me, it's the wrong style. You know, just upset. So I messaged her, I'm like, this is not what I ordered. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, we sold out of what you wanted. Um, I was like, well, okay, can I get this match? She's like, okay, we'll send it to you free of charge. So that was great. I got two mats value of $200 I only paid $100 and she also sent me some um, nice gifts from Ethiopia um, as you know I guess um, you know uh, you know um, what's the word like uh, to accommodate me for um, my I guess bad business process bad business practice experience (laughs) Because it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. I was messaging this woman all the time. And she'd post. And then I wouldn't hear from her. But I see your post of you walking in the streets of the Himalayas um, with your natural coiled hair with um, juices and berries and hemp seed. Um, <laughs> but where is my mat? You know, right. like... Uh, right. That, that's what I want to know, okay? Right. I, I see you eating indigenous foods mm-hmm. with your hands, with your lily white hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but where's my mat? Okay? Right. Um, I see you juicing um, the shea butt nut, shea butter nut okay. from its teat, okay? And then grinding <laughs> it. And then, and then making by hand by hand folding and then whipping by hand and creating shea butter um through this long process i see it on your timeline but where is my mats you know so that's where i was at you know i was just like i see you you can't hide if you're in this much of a holistic place you would want to do better business practices right and make sure that I'm good and I think I threatened at that time when I got when I ended up finally getting the first mat I had threatened I'm saying I I think I told her I was going to report her to Better Business Bureau um at this point but because this is not what you do I was like give me my money or um give me the mat something like this is ridiculous at that point even just that whole transition and trying to do the yoga that did that didn't even end up happening I think 
I used it very shortly after that because I had lost the will mm-hmm. um, at that point. But yeah, that did happen to me. Um, I was compensated and she did apologize. Um, and she said she was going out of business later on. I found out she sold the business to somebody else. It was going out of business because obviously she couldn't handle it any mm-hmm. longer. Um, and she was getting good publicity, so people were probably ordering, but she could not provide. Um, and now these uh, these two ladies, they own it and, uh, I guess, are revamping it. But, yeah, I did experience that um, from a black-owned business. And usually when you deal with black-owned businesses there, because of the lack of resources and help, I, I believe, you know, you don't get the best experience most of the time sometimes you do not all the time I'm saying that um but you do experience that now can you tell us about your experience yeah I have services unrendered I have one similar to yours but there's one that um I'll never forget and I'll never forgive him and I hope that the way that he made us feel comes back to him and his whole family tenfold Everything you done done to okay. me already done and his to future you. Generation. Okay. So um, Donald Donald Stewart the third of Elizabeth, New Jersey. Oh, okay, so we do a full name. Okay. Credential. Um, Donald Stewart the third of Elizabeth, that? New Jersey. Um, okay. <laughs> Not gonna spell it, but okay. um, he was our wedding videographer. Okay, so he was referred to us by a a very loved family friend. And, um, you know, it's a great family. They're great people. So we we went with him because it was familiar. They work in the same school system. Mm -hmm. We met with him. It was him. So his his task was to take the video of the wedding, our wedding day, the before me getting ready. My husband getting ready, the reception, the ceremony, um, you know, all the wow. things that go into the all wedding the special day. things, yeah. He had a photographer who was a Hispanic lady who took her photos, gave them to me right away. Beautiful. Okay. Um, so the wedding happens. We're at the reception. I see him Facebook live in. Um, dancing. No, he wasn't. This, this, excuse me. This nigga left with Mad White Castle burgers. Oh, yeah, like, and he was yeah, telling, yeah, he was yeah. telling me like, oh, I love weddings. I can't wait to do your wedding. And he was showing me like, you know, prior to he was showing me the work that he's done. So I'm like, okay, let's give him a try. So it's a, a fellow brown person. It's a brother with a, um, a a service that we need. And that's what we were trying to do with the whole thing was to utilize as many um, businesses of color that we could mm-hmm. to circulate the dollar. So, um, so let's say the wedding passes and he even did like interviews, like me talking to my future husband before the wedding, Oh wow! Kevin talking to me. It was like very, he had very special moments of that day. So after the wedding, maybe a month later, he texts me. Um, it was a big thing for me to even get. Oh, so going back, he was supposed to provide us with the video, two USBs, a photo book, Mm. Um, a, a enlarged photo of us of our choice and something else I think right 
Okay. So the first roadblock was, and it should have been a red flag, outside of him celebrating at the wedding and eating the White Castle and partaking in the open bar. Um, oh. <laughs> he oh. He should. Okay, so he had the USB, and it was like an issue for us to actually um, correspond a, a good time to meet. It was like he would tell me to meet him this day, but then I would follow up with him just to confirm, Mm -hmm. and then he would either not respond or um, would have to change the day, right? So I finally got the USB of the photos that the Latina took. Mm. This is nothing from him yet. And of course, you know you have to go through the photos. I was Mm -hmm. choosing the photos for the photo books. Oh, it was thank you cards that he was supposed to give us, too. Mm -hmm. Um go through the photos and choose what photos we wanted for the photo book and you know wedding photos is a lot of photos mm-hmm. so it kind of took me a while mm-hmm. and so um I sent him the photos maybe like a maybe a month later because I didn't want to really want to be stressed out we right. were still like you know settling into mm-hmm. our space and newlyweds and so two weeks after I submitted that I said you know what's the status and he was like well you know it's a lot of photos and you just gave it to me so give me some time okay um, a month passes, I hear nothing. A month, wow. Now, mind you, the wedding was in October, so this is like January now. Mm-hmm. So, me, I even called the female photographer turned up because I was like, where's the book? Like, where's our stuff? And she told me that she only contracted with him for the wedding. She did what she was supposed to do. Her task was to take the photos, submit the photos to him, for him to give to us. So okay. she was done. Oh. Mind you, we paid him up front too. And they were hounding us for the balance. Um, he was hounding us for the balance on the day of the wedding. Really? So, yes. Okay. Which we, in hindsight, we should have never done. Mm-hmm. And on the contract, it did say that the balance will be satisfied once services are uh, rendered. rendered. But yeah. it was like, the it, you know, weddings. It was mm-hmm. just like a whole, we were, we were just, we're okay, here, mood, take it fine. Like, it was a lot mm-hmm. going on, a lot of moving parts. Okay, so long story short, we run into him at 7-Eleven in Roselle on mm. St. George's Avenue. This run is, into him by chance? Yes. Wow. Mind you, I was emailing him. I was calling him. Um, I was um, uh, Instagram messaging him, Facebook messaging him. No response. I sent him. I emailed him at his job. No, you didn't. No response. Nothing, right? So... By fate, we run into him. It was hot. It was probably like August. Mm -hmm. And Kevin is like very black and white. He was already over it. You know what I mean? Like, so we run into him. I run into him at 7-Eleven. I was like, oh, shoot. Because I was outside. I was washing the bikes. Mm -hmm. And I think he was inside getting something to drink. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, hey. Like, you know, because I'm like the more like softer person. Mm -hmm. Like, Kevin is like about his business. Fuck that shit. Fuck your feelings. Like, where's the product? So... I said, hey, like, what's going on with the photos? And he was like, oh, yeah, 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 like, real nervous. He was like, oh, like, two more weeks, two more weeks, and I'll have it to you. Like, I said, what's going on with the video and everything? Oh, because at this point, like, our family's like, oh, you know, we want to get together, watch the video, and, you know, mm-hmm. people wanted to see it. We wanted to see it, too, because we paid, like, close to, no, what was it, 3000 close to 4000 Yeah, It's your property, and, and it's, it's your special right. day. It was, like, yes. our special day. It doesn't so, matter if you wanted to sit on it hello. Or, or do backflips on it. Hello. It, it was yours and you need it. Okay, pull out a chair and have a seat because you're on point. Let's go. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, 
And then Kevin comes out. Oh. We're still at 7-Eleven. And Very he cool. doesn't even greet him. He's like, where's the videos? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, two more weeks, two more weeks. It's been, October will be three years. No, you should have got that license plate. Listen, hold on. No photo. I mean, no video. No thing. Our thank you cards were mad late because I kept trying to hold off because we didn't want to pay for thank you cards and we had already paid right. for thank you cards. Oh, you guys paid nothing. This and this is a friend of the. It's a family friend's. No, it's not. Like associate. Wow. You would think that. Well, me personally, I would make it a point to deliver what I was supposed to deliver to the person, especially if they knew someone that I knew. You know what I mean? Like, out of respect. Yeah. We have not gotten a thing from him. We've taken him to court. He hasn't showed up. So now we're getting his wages garnished from his check. Are you serious? Yes, but we would just rather have Yeah, your the special memories. day. Yeah. Absolutely, because you can't get that back. Nothing. That was three years ago, girl. Nothing. I turned up. Okay, now I'm turned down. You Hello? can't get my turn up anymore. Okay, Allison, nothing, not even like any type of update because you we understand with businesses, especially if it's just you, things happen, right? But communicate with us, yeah, just don't just, just, I just go April. Yeah, so my oh, homegirl was telling me, she was like, Well, you know, that's a really common thing. Like, some, some photographers really? lose, she has a photographer, and some photographers lose, like, or accidentally delete the footage. And so they just never give it to people. Wow. But I'm like, at least tell us. Because I'm like hounding him. But this this is why you get what you pay for. Because with my wedding, I will say it was almost $5,000 mm-hmm. for the package, which is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But they were accredited. They had a lot of... Um, awards mm-hmm. um i had an issue on that day i feel like everyone has an issue on that day with the photographer because i didn't get the original guy i had spoke to mm-hmm. um and i felt he was a little insensitive but they compensated me with um having like a thousand dollar book okay um but with companies like that that you pay that money to you won't deal with asinine Behavior and stuff like that. Oh, he's a photographer for the public schools, too. I forgot to mention that. He's a photographer for the public school in Elizabeth, New Jersey. It's Elizabeth, New Jersey. Right. Um, and he's he, he's around, too. And yes, is, and that's this the is thing. Why, that, yeah. that, this is what I'm saying. Exactly. Now, mm-hmm. it is, you, you get what you pay wife. for, but to mm-hmm. us, that was that was like almost, that was a lot of money. It was. Like 3000 close yeah. to 4000 that's, yeah, that that's a lot of money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And nothing. That is a lot. Zero. Not even the galls to like say, oh, I lost the photos or nothing. It's How so do you sleep at night? How do you, yeah, he doesn't because when he's like, oh, yeah, 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 two dollars, two, what is it, two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah when you could have just, because, and we, we didn't go to the family friend's party. We were actually out of town. We were in Philly that weekend. Mm. But also it was a blessing that we weren't there because... He was there. He, we thought that he would have been there, and Kevin would have like knocked his head off. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that's ultimately disrespect, oh, and it's not. It's not even about the money. It's the principle. It is the principle. You know what I mean? Like it was our wedding. We trusted him with our memories I and know. our day. We can't get that back. That's it. That's it. Um, and what else happened? So that was that. Um, 
And then there was another time uh, there was a sister, this is less intense, that had, I also got the recommendation from a hey friend, hey, because she had these really cute mud cloth pants, oh, like joggers. Oh, I think I remember those mud cloths. Yeah, I'm not going to say the sister's name because, hey you friend, know. Hey friend, hey, setting this up. She does. And um, <clears throat> she had some pretty pricey clothes, but they were handmade. So I'm like, okay, you know. I wasn't really shopping at the time, but I did need a few pieces for the summer. So I was like, let me hit her up Mm -hmm. and see if she can, like, give me the... It was, like, a cute, like, crop top mud cloth and then, like, Mm -hmm. a pair of, like, linen pants. Not cheap. Okay? Of course. So I pay. And it said you should, like, receive your things about in about 12 business days. 12 business days pass by. 24 business days pass by. Mind you, she's bowling. She's taking pictures. Just like the photographer. Mm-hmm. He's at football games with his sons. Yeah, she's in there date. living their best life. Where's my stuff? Uh-huh. Where's my stuff? Where's I even that? commented like, hey, no one give him your money. Like, I was, we were over it. Like, over <laughs> it. So, she's like living it up in the city in LA. But, where's my clothes? Right? So, I would say, so let's say I ordered it in maybe June. I would say maybe the end of July, early August, she finally gets back to me and says, oh, yeah, I closed the business. No. I don't have any more of these tops, so I'll refund you, and I'll, I'll send you the pants. And I was like, okay, fine. Then it took another couple weeks to get my refund. I can't. And it was just, the correspondence was horrible. She was, like, so not unresponsive. And I'm just like... Like, why? We want to support you. We want to support. We want to be better. And then, and so it's just kind of like, and then it's like people... And that's not all businesses of color. It's not. But then it's businesses like us who, you give us the money, we'll provide you the service pronto. Mm -hmm. No issue. Sorry. It's, it's okay. You know, I like to tap. You do. We'll provide you with the service pronto, ASAP in a hurry. But you don't. So is it is it like some sort of a subconscious pathology where mm. our community has had bad experiences with with businesses of color and that's just in their DNA, so mm. they rather not? Mm. Or is it true. just the thing of they rather just give their money elsewhere? Mm. That's true. That's true. I mean, I feel like I still try with black-owned businesses. Same me. So yep. I think people, especially if you know me, if you're like a Facebook, Instagram family, give me a try. See if, if we gel, and then you can get your money back if you don't. Right. But at least like... Give it a go. You know, that's what annoys me. But yeah, you know, it probably definitely contributes to them wanting to stay mm-hmm. at um, on the other side of Sears. Come on. Okay. Come on. It, it probably definitely contributes. But me, I'm more so talking to people that know me. And I'm talking about acquaintances, too. You know of me. Um You've heard about me. Um, why aren't you just trying it out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even down to the samples. I remember sometimes you would give me a few dog treat samples, and I'd give it to some people we knew. And cricket. 
like I don't know if I mentioned this already, but I would see people like at the park or in passing when I was riding my bike walking their dogs who have never purchased anything from me, never given a donation. And they'd say, oh, how's business? No. No. And I'd be like, it's okay, like, okay, like, you She'd know what I like, mean? Um, not as great as it could be if you were supporting. Yeah. So right. Like, like, yeah. I don't know. So I guess it's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't it's, know it's, what it is. It's a weird ether in the air. It's definitely a weird ether in the air. And, um... I don't know what to do about it because it, it makes you very frustrated like okay I'm not doing no business no more you know what I mean I don't want to do this I just want to be in something safe I'll go work for you know established people that mm-hmm. for the let's let's be real for the most part are not a brown I'll right. just go work under someone else um the others and um just be safe you know my benefits and all that stuff it makes you want to do that but you know, you die inside because I feel like mm-hmm. I have a calling and I feel like I'm doing something great um, and it's not being appreciated. Yeah, you are doing something great. And you too, you know, like you. just to see where Pure started from and what it became to the packaging, to the recipes, to the ideas like this is stuff people would eat up. I know definitely our people wouldn't um, understand, you know, the health of what they should be feeding their dogs how how you know to treat their dogs with with tender love and care and feeding them healthy stuff that really doesn't resonate in our community um fully um because they're eating Popeye's chicken sandwich hydrogen agent oils and and plastic and jet fuel mm-hmm. jet fuel <laughs> absolutely I can't on a brioche but yeah, I want um, I would love our w- listeners to kind of chime in. Why don't the community of Black and Brown people support people that they know? Not just okay, this this is a Black person. I don't know them, but I'm gonna support them. People that you know. Why are you guys not supporting the people that are around you that are trying Mm -hmm. to build something? Um, Speak on that. I want to understand where, what the pathology is in that. Um, I really want to know. So on that note, this ends part one. And part two, we're going to get into toxic friendships. So see you in a few. And I'll get back at you when I want to. Sleep on it. Hey. Sleep on it. Hey. And I'll get back at you when I want to. We still want our photos and videos, Donald. Shit. <laughs> Donald. Where's our video? You're, so you're garnishing his wages right now. Yeah, but we just rather, we, yeah. we just want our video. We just want our videos. They just want their memories. Please. Okay. If I could remember Please. the name of the business, I will tell you. Tell yeah. the listeners. But yeah, if you if you come across a, a photographer from Elizabeth, New Jersey, Donald Stewart the third, do not give him your money or your memories. Absolutely. Do not. 
Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You are all so awesome. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast. I have to say that it is extremely important that we get reviews and comments. It really helps us to get our content more refined and I find out what you guys like and what you would like to hear, as well as on a monetary level when ads are able to see that people are listening and what they have to say. It really helps us if we want to build our brand and take the podcast to the next level. So for all podcasts that you listen to, definitely make sure you like, subscribe, and review. I'm going to close this episode with one of my words. We discover our strength when we review our stories. Thank you.